Radical, episode 149. Welcome to Radical. I'm your host, Shane Hazel. Got a great show, I think, for you guys today. I'm super excited. I have the the boys. I don't want to do that. The men, the legends, the world-renowned podcasters from the podcast, Biting the Bullet, the one and only Luke and Typo. What's happening, fellas? Dude, you always give the best intros. I know, right? <laughs> I'm fucking excited, man. Like, I haven't talked to you guys in, in, in too damn long. I mean, the last time I talked to any, either one of you, I think, was when Luke was here yeah. in Georgia looking at houses. It's just too fucking long. I mean, for, you know, for, for guys that I absolutely love to death and love what you guys are doing, uh, it, with everything that's going on in the news from overseas to the domestic bullshit tyranny, like, I don't know, man, I needed some therapy tonight. And for my audience and everybody else out there that's just tuning in for the first time, don't care where you're coming from. I don't care if you're left, right, center, whatever you're recovering from in this awakening moment. Like, fucking, I'm glad you're here. We cuss a lot. This show is probably going to be filled with expletives. Um, uh, Typo and Luke are both uh, Marines, uh, as I was once upon a time. Um, maybe a little bit of a, a different generation, but at the same time, uh, these guys run a fantastic podcast. If you guys aren't uh, aware of it, it's called biting the bullet. And, you know, just because we're Marines and we like to eat crayons and drag knuckles and stuff, I'm telling you, these guys will surprise the shit out of you, uh, with the amount of knowledge and intellect and just damn good time on top of it. So welcome back. Yeah. Thanks for having us, man. Um, I'm excited Always love being on your show. And uh, yeah, we're going to have a good fucking time tonight because there's a lot of shit going on. I mean, you guys watching the fucking news cycle right now? Oh, I mean, I'm sure you are. I can't help it. I can't like it's it's a drug at this point. It just it's like how much fuel can I like hate fuel can I put in my body at this time? Like that's what the news cycle is. Typo? Yeah, dude. I don't think, yeah, I don't think I've tweeted as much as I have in the last like two days than I have in like two months. Do you you find yourself just like, I mean, it's almost like a a, a visceral reaction to what's coming out of the the faces of these people at this point. Yeah, like, no, this is like, this is like really serious. And uh, like, like, honestly, like, you know, they, they, they took away my job when this first happened. I got, I lost that. I, they, you know, they destroy people's lives, man. And like, you know, like my family is in like this really terrible situation right now where we have to decide either to get like they have to either get this vaccine or, you know, they, they basically have to quit. And like, I don't know, my family's like they're just not doing it. And it's just it's just really putting it just puts them in this terrible situation. So, like, I don't know. This is like I, why I've been kind of so pissed the last two days. Because it's just putting everyone that I know right now in terrible situations. Yeah, I mean that's kind of how it is for me. Like uh, my family's not so much on that. My my parents they they got the vaccine pretty early on, but uh, for me personally, it's like fuck you. Like I, I I've been trying to I've been trying to explain it to my girlfriend because she's kind of like the person that's. Like, she's like, I, she's been calling it from the beginning. She's like, they're going to make everybody do it. And you're not going to be able to get a job without doing it. And I'm like, I really hope that doesn't happen. Like, that was my thing. I kept telling her, I was like, I really hope that doesn't happen because they're not ready for what's, what's going to happen when that, when that happens, to be honest. Like, and and for me, I, I just have this in me where I'm just like, like the more that they're telling me, 
Like, I don't care. Like, I don't care about your guys, not your guys personally, but like people's conspiracy theories in general about what the virus does or this, that, or the other. I don't care. The fact that you're telling me that I am required to get it, it makes me just say, fuck you. Like, I, I will not do it. And the more you force me and try to poke and prod at me with it, the more I, I get angry and like the more people are just like wave it off. I'm like, I will literally fuck you up. Like, I, you're not going to force this on me. Yeah, I'm telling you guys, like, um, I'm coming from the same place, and I hope you fight the fuck out of this. I mean, wherever you are, uh, you know, typo, your family, man, I, I, it sucks. This this is bullshit. You know, the idea that the fascist government uh, and, and, and all these, you know, I don't know, little bastards that were running around with their college degrees and all this other bullshit and their blinding ivory white tower, you know, holding up anti-fascist flags, you know, that have, you know, I don't know, backed this fucking dementia patient. It's just like, what the fuck, man? Like you guys were anti-fascist for a minute when you had Donald Trump and, and don't get me wrong. Like none of us we're Trump fans, I don't think. I mean, I'm, I'm going out on a limb here, but, um, you know. No, no, you're correct in that statement. None of us were Trump like, fans. Fuck, man. I, like, yeah, I like the tweets, but that was about it. <laughs> yeah, the tweets I, I, Twitter is much quieter without that guy. But, I mean, to, to have these guys, you know, go to your companies and basically threaten them with economic terrorism to fire people. And create more anxiety in this environment. It's just like, not only are you way outside of, I hate even saying it, your constitutional authority per the you know the the second article. But fuck me, I mean, you're just a fucking dick at this point. For yeah, I mean, like, okay, your vaccines work, your mask work, like, great, man, cool. I don't care if you get them and you use them, but like. You're you're basically just at this point saying this is it, man. Like we're throwing down on this subject. We're getting real tired. Our patience is stretched thin from the pulpit of the president of the United States of America. And and like one of the other things he said was like, this isn't about your freedom anymore. It's about security. And it, it goes back to that age old where it's if you sacrifice uh, freedom for security, you deserve neither. And it's like. He said it on national television in one of the biggest statements like that, that if if things go the way I think that they might like that is going to be one of the biggest phrases in history that I'll forever teach my fucking kids. I swear to God, like if I ever have kids, like I'll be like this right here. This is what you have to watch out for, because that right there is absolutely horrendous and it's fucking wrong. And if you don't fight back against people like that, then there's no point in fighting back at all because who, who are you fighting against if you're just going to let that be okay? Yeah, Typo, you were on fire last night, man. I just kept seeing you pop up. You know, I was trying to, I don't know, spend too much time on social media. And, you know, it was just like Twitter and Instagram at the same time. I had Typo everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I mean, you know, well, you know, it's one thing, you know, it's one thing when they do shit to me. Like I lost my job and like, you know, I had to wear a fucking mask for like to go back to work. And, you know, like all I'm I've been poor my whole life. So like I'll fucking stay poor. Like that's OK. I've done it my whole life. And 
and like you know but you know but my like everything that i've seen that my family has gotten like especially since I, I was gone i was away from for nine years and i just came back and like all they achieved everything they have and everything like that and then now it's like pretty almost at je- jeopardy i mean like you know and and it's you know it's terrible but like I, i'm not looking for pity because like me and my well me and my family will be fine we'll figure this out together maybe maybe we'll you know they'll take a hit financially but we'll, we'll figure this out but like just like the like how like it's just so annoying that like the left like you said are always the ones that talk about how they care about people and they want to do these things and, and all these things to help the working class because they're poor and you got to raise the minimum wage and all this nonsense like fine but like when they're just like you know we're gonna institute a fucking vaccine mandate and like let let's even fucking pretend for a second that that vaccine works right let's just pretend that it works it's not even the fact that it works or if it doesn't work like now we're past that it's the fact that you're enforcing something on the american people when there is a significant amount of people that don't trust you and don't want it so in that situation, like there's just going to be massive amounts of resistance. You're going to cause massive divide and massive instability in your own country. And it's like, why would you even do that to your own people? Yeah. And the answer is. They're fucking tyrants. <laughs> I think they want it, man. I, do. I, think they, I think they fucking want it. They are correct. like right now. I feel like they're, you know, and and here's the way I really feel about this whole fucking situation is I feel like, you know, you're a six foot tall, 17 year old, and you're out at the fucking playground and you've got this little bastard of a man with all this fucking power, maybe a nice car, bought his wife, whatever the fuck it is, right? And you're, I don't know, skating in his local park or some fucking shit and it's like he's coming up with his middle finger because he's got all of this power you're goddamn i don't know like purple belt and jujitsu or something and he's poking you in the chest saying do something do something get the fuck out of my park get vaccinated i'm serious as a heart attack right now like the they don't have any fucking clue who they're poking in the chest and, it, and i mean it drives me nuts yeah, well, I think that's the that's the big thing, too, is like the consolidation of the people that have been holding out as long as they have. Like there's obviously I'll just go into this first before I go into my second point. But like the the people that haven't gotten vaccinated for a long time, it's a big disparaging like uh, number of 80 know, million at, is what they're saying. I guarantee yeah, you it's higher it's than more. that. It's yeah, at least. Yeah, it's got to be more. There's first that and then the percentage of those that are, you know, um, people of color, like God, they were playing that fucking comment forever, and it's like I wonder why they don't fucking trust you. I fucking wonder why Tuskegee anybody? Yeah, yeah. I like I want. I wonder fucking why they don't trust you and they're not getting it. Like no shit. So that's my first point. It's like, dude, fucking obviously. And then my second point is like all the other people. There's a lot of us out there. There's a lot of people like you, myself, and typo. And fucking all the people that we follow on like on our Instagram accounts, our Twitter accounts that are in the same boat that we are, that we're like, uh, we've been talking about this for a minute on biting the bullet where it's like, where are we drawing the line? Like what, what point like there this last year, it's like, hey, people are drawing their lines. And that's what we saw with the George Floyd riots and things like that. People are drawing their lines and we're going to see how far or how far people let 
other people come across those lines. And like right now, like this is kind of like my fuck. This feels like my hill to die on. Like at this point. Yeah, I, yeah, man, I I totally agree. I think this is something that like we did, like if you're not gonna stand, like what what comes after this? It's like if we're not gonna stop at this, like what's next? And like you know, I mean, dude, I got, I mean, I never, I've been on Twitter for a while. I've made some comments that or tweets that's gotten like a little popular or whatever and went around the internet sometimes, but um, but this one, I mean, I said five words. I'm not getting the vaccine and like instant. I don't even know how it was like less than an hour. I was getting like so many like threats or not really threats. It was more like wishing ill will that I would get COVID and die and whatever. And yeah, I fuck care. you. You don't deserve an ICU yeah. bed. Fuck yeah, you. Stuff, yeah. Bad. Stuff like that. And like, I, I mean, whatever, like say whatever you want about me. That doesn't really bother me. But then people were started commenting about my family and it was like, oh, okay. Like I, I, I started blocking people. I never blocked anyone on Twitter before. I'm not. And I blocked like 20 <laughs> people last night because they started saying shit about my family. And I was like, dude, I'm that's, I'm done with that. Those and it's just rookie like, numbers. You got to bump that shit up, man. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> But like, it's like there's there's not even like an uh, uh, there's no I mean we kind of understood this for a while now, but there's literally no understanding for other people in this country. Like people don't like even put someone in or puts themselves in someone else's shoes. Like and, and like even if you disagree with them, like there's some reason that there's a significant amount in this country that doesn't trust all this the vaccine stuff. Why is that? Instead of just trying like once the government gets involved it's you're putting the boot on their neck and it's like you trumper you guys are like the anti-police side supposedly and but when the when the police instituted like mandatory lockdowns and now they're enforcing this vaccine like literal fascism all these people shut up yeah Yeah. not only shut up they're like fucking good i'm glad that guy got a baton to the face or sprayed or, or, or yes. like handcuffed taken off these people you know if they're gonna and like it's it's weird like that they don't understand the dichotomy of the authoritarian libertarian you know moment that we're in right now it's just like look guys like the democrats are a lot like the goddamn communists and the republicans are a lot like the goddamn fascists the thing is, they're both authoritarian in that, you know, that spectrum of like freedom and authoritarianism. Like those guys are all way down there. You know, like right now, the Republicans are about, you know, the I, the most nutless, spineless jellyfish, you know, Nazis, fascists. Basically controlled opposition at this point. For yeah. The Democrats like they, they, there's a couple out there that maybe have some balls on them. And I think they're just kind of making a showing so that they have some some limbs to run on in future elections. But I mean, they're they're controlled oppositions. You can't tell me they're not. They've done everything. They've backed down on almost everything, everything in the last year and a half. And they just they just yield the fucking line just a little bit more and let it happen. So I'm like, fuck, fuck them, too. Well, yeah, and in and all the biggest pundits, all the biggest pundits of the Republican side or right wing side are is like, I'll see you in court. This is against the Constitution. It's like, yeah, okay. like fuck. What are like? We're waiting on a goddamn parchment barrier that these guys don't give a fuck about. Are you getting? I mean, seriously, this it's the most asinine thing to think that. No, you know, we're going to take this to the fucking kangaroo courts and I'm sure we're going to get our way there. Like we're going to fucking win one for the, no, 
fuck that, man. This last year where everybody that that was a governor basically came out through executive fiat and was just like, hey, um, your rights are gone. Um, you know, if, if this really didn't come out and say it, but they basically said, you know, yeah, you're not going to congregate. You're not going to run your fucking businesses. And they invaded businesses like it, like it's their fascist job, right? Like they went in, especially the small businesses and medium sized businesses. And they said, we're going to invade you with bureaucracy. And, you know, at that point, it's just like, whoa, man, like, okay, yeah, I know we're open and all that kind of stuff. And we're, 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 you know, being allowed to kind of move around a little bit outside of the cities especially and the problem is is like behind the scenes these managers store owners whoever they are are dealing with the bureaucrats that have been empowered to no fucking end from the cdc and then yesterday for what the department of goddamn labor and osha like these are the fuckheads that are going to be ruling our lives now holy shit and if you if you worked in any kind of construction job or anything else like that, you fucking hate OSHA already anyways. But just yesterday when they fucking, you know, came out with that and said that they were going to uphold this shit, I was like, oh, just just put another reason on the list that I fucking hate OSHA. Like, yeah, I get it. Yeah. Like they created some good workplace steps, I guess, in those those in, in that industry. But fuck you. Like I, I, I appreciated OSHA at the beginning of this because when the first vaccine mandates came out, they said, uh, uh, they said that if companies are going to require vaccinations, that the companies will be held liable um, for any, uh, you know, uh, anything that happened because of the vaccinations. And I guess that's just gone out the fucking window, or they're not talking about it because that, like, that's. Uh, I swear I've said bet more in my life in the last like two days because of the people that I've fucking had to interact with. It's like, they tell me this, like we're, we're going through a whole thing at our, at my job right now. It's a big corporation. So it's like, all right, like we're going through, you know, we're getting GPSs on our trucks and things like that. And it's like, fine. Like I, it's your truck. Like I get it. Put GPS in the fucking truck. But when I show up at the, the shop every day at five 30 in the morning, I'm going to show up at the shop every day at 5.30 in the morning. You're going to pay me from when I start my day and go on. But it now it's like turning into, all right, now I think that I thought it was just, in my opinion, I thought it was just a way to do contact tracing now. And then um, now it's going to go into, uh, they're a right-leaning company and they, they, they're they like very against unions and everything else. But, oh, you can bet your fucking bottom dollar that they're going to try and enforce these vaccine mandates and I'm going to be like, fucking bet, do it. I am not leaving and you are not putting anything in me. You will have to fire me. And yeah, I'll take it to fucking kangaroo court. Hell yeah. At the same time, you're going to have to fucking fire me. And I'm going to be the biggest pain in the fucking dick because I'm one of your top performers <laughs> until you fire me. So like, yeah. do it, like fucking do it. Bet. Let's go. Let's get this show on. Let's get this show on the road. I'm ready. Like, let's fucking do it. And I get a lot of flack from my family and and my girlfriend. It's like California like, coming out, baby. Yeah, they're like, fucking, why are you like this? And I'm like, I I don't know why I'm like this. I I'll was tell- born this way. <laughs> yeah, man. I'll tell you right. I mean, like, thank God for the the warrior spirit. I mean, I'm gonna sit here and say it right now, man. I'm I'm reading this book right now called Un 
uncivilized, I think it's uncivilized man or something, whatever it is. But I'll tell you right now, like, this is what we fucking need. All this bullshit and emasculation and, and cancel culture and, you know, my feelings are fucking hurt. Like, oh, man, I'm fucking so goddamn done with these assholes. Like, you know, Joe, uh, Joe Rogan used to talk about, like, nerfing the world for, you know, for these softies, like, you know what, man? Like, I'm I'm sorry. One way or another, you're about to figure the fuck out how hard the world can be from a bunch of guys that used to go out and do some nasty fucking shit. I mean, I'm talking gangster shit, and they don't have a clue. They don't, and they think the goddamn virus is deadly. Oh, wait till you get a hold of these guys who got nothing to lose anymore. Dude, and when you give people nothing to lose, like that's when shit gets dangerous. When you back a wild animal into a fucking corner, you don't know what yeah. the fuck's going to happen. And it's like that thing that you were saying earlier with that rich guy fucking poking you in the chest. I was that fucking kid. I've been in those situations as being a skateboarder myself, like when I was younger, where it's like, you're lucky I'm trying not to catch a fucking charge right now. Like, I swear <laughs> to fucking God. Like, and that's my thing, dude. I, it, it, I'm. I, I've been very good at like working my way out of that, like angsty teenager fucking bullshit that I had when I was younger, when I was growing up, I, I hated being like that, but I feel the same way. And it's on a larger scale against an opponent that's actually doing something to me and not just me letting my anger get away from me. Like I, I full well believe that and the only like the only white lining to this that I've seen so far is there's a lot of cops and there's a lot of military that have been talking and have been standing up and being like, fuck you, because they're getting fucked, too. Most of these guys probably agree with us on a lot of things. They just don't understand probably where we come from on the like type one eye on the anarchist standpoint. But that's fine. Like I, that's that. But that's just time. Yeah, like, that's, that's, just, that's just time and study, man. Yeah. And, and so, but that's the thing where it's like, these guys are getting fucked and they know they're getting fucked. And like, thank God they do because like, I, I'm going to feel really bad when they fucking come at me. And I'm going to be like, look, man, if you keep coming, I'm going to have to do something. And I really don't want to, you're putting me in a really bad position. And if you were in the same position, you'd be reacting the same way. Yeah. And it's, it's getting to a point where it's fucking, it's scary and I hate it. And I hate the unsettling, uh, unsettling feeling I have after I heard him say those things yesterday, but well, it was yesterday, right? Yeah, it was yesterday. And I'm, I'm just like, fuck, like it's about to go down. And I'm not, I don't want it to go down because it's fucking, it, it's not something that people are ready for. And it's, and you're, you're never ready for these situations. And I grew up in a very rough place and I was sheltered from a lot of it, but I was a lot involved in a lot of it. And I probably did more gangster shit outside of the Marine Corps when I was in my teenage years than I did inside the Marine Corps in my fucking Sounds like a soft tour. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was. (laughs) I got drunk in Japan for two and a half years. But you know what I mean? Like, it's like, and there's a lot of those guys that I knew back then that are right in the same boat that I am. And they just come at it from a different point. But they're going to do the exact same things. And there's some scary fucking people in those places. Yeah, did you guys see that uh like post office workers don't have to get it? Yeah, there's uh the the whole like so it's, it's not Congress only the post office get it. It's Congress doesn't have to get it. Like all the these all these places that have um exceptions for things like religious beliefs, um for anything in terms of other medical conditions. Like this isn't even mandatory on the grounds of the White House. So like, I, and I should say there's exceptions there. And so it's like, 
oh man, when people like actually hear this, right. And they actually, they, they hear that, oh, there's not even mandatory vaccination on the, on the, on the grounds of the white house. Oh, you guys can get fucked real, real, <laughs> yeah, real dude. hard, man. And the thing is, is like, oh man, like what a, I mean, like with everything that's coming out, I mean, I'm sure you guys have seen like, you know, they've pretty much proven now that they've done gain of function in oh, terms yeah. of yeah. us, oh, yeah. the United States taxpayer funding uh, co- the coronavirus, which I, I don't know if you guys heard this statistic, but I found this fascinating the other day. With comorbidities uh, all factored in, if you're not 70 years old, you still have a 99.95% chance of survivability, even with comorbidities like factored in. And it's just like, this thing is falling apart so fucking fast. And at the same time, you've got these ass clowns out there like, just get this shot, man. Like, come on, freedom. And you're like, what? Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, as much as, like, I'm pissed about, like, this happening, I really feel like a lot of people know this is bullshit. Like, <laughs> everyone. Like, yeah. I think... And like, don't get me wrong. Like, so, you know, we have the, we have a couple union work jobs around here where I am. So like some people are Democrat here and, um, and, and these guys, they, uh, like they're Democrat and like, they straight up told me something like, yeah, I voted for Biden. I'm like, okay, bro. And, um, but he was even saying, he's like, man, like I can't even watch like CNN anymore. Like, you know, it's all freaking COVID, man. And like, I just don't think it's as bad as they're making it out to be. And I'm like hearing that from like a Democrat. And this dude, like, he is a lawyer. Like he went to fucking school, became a lawyer. He's taking the- something. Yeah. So he's part of like, you know, the cathedral. He's definitely part of that like system. But even him, like being blue pilled as fuck was like, man, this is just kind of bullshit. And I'm like, yes. I'm like, I, I don't know. I could have, I could have fucking went on and on about it. But I was Did you just like, walk up and hug him. Like, hey, man, yeah, I was like, I was like well, that's really good circle. for that's really good for an establishment Democrat person. Like, that's really good. They're, they're starting to think like, oh, man, this is kind of bullshit. Like, oh, really? Like, kind of. Yeah. Like, oh, I guarantee God. you know some person in your life from your past one way or another. And I mean, like my family's run up against this where, you know, it's it's like there has been a falling out because of not being vaccinated. Right. And you're just like man, that guy was really good person. Hey man, they're still a good person. You know, they might have some pretty good reasons and they're not just saying like mom, mama rights. And, and, and Luke, you, you t- talked about it earlier, man. Like, and, and I think you, you nailed it and, you know, driving home the point that like the three of us, like, Hey man, like if anybody wants peace and anybody's like, cr- you know, crying out, fucking take a breath, smoke a joint, do whatever the fuck you need to do to like calm the fuck down because like I don't I mean we none of us you know that are marines that have seen how war destroys lives and and families and communities and relationships like none of us are those people that are like let's fucking all right fucking raise the black flag and let's start slitting throats like this is a conversation that's come up with guys that I've talked to that, you know, you know, are not Marines, have never been part of the military, you know, and never had to raise the black flag. Right. And like, it's just like, hey, dipshits, like you guys are ready to go put on your goddamn 511 gear and your airsoft shit and you're ready to go out and do, 
you know, some protesting and run your fucking mouth and talk shit. You're not like nothing can prepare you for what could happen here. And like to, to, to have you guys say that and, and, and to understand that, like, so it's part of the reason why I love you guys so much is because, you know, as, as guys who are veterans that see this stuff and, and at the same time can call it bullshit on his face and draw lines in the sand, the last thing you're ever hoping for is for this to be a hot or kinetic type of fight amongst people in America. It's fucking retarded. Yeah. I don't, I, fuck, man. I don't want to go to war, especially in my home country. Like, fuck that. It, first, it sounds like hell in general. War is hell. Like, or it's like war is worse than hell. I love that mash quote where it's like war is worse <laughs> than hell because everybody else is fucking uh, basically everybody's innocent except for a few brass at the top. And it's like, yeah, that's fucking true. And it's like, I, just, I don't want that. It's going to be absolutely horrible horrible it's going to be horrible and like taking lives or just hurting people in general it's not a good fucking feeling afterwards like it's really not and if and for those people haunt you yeah and for those people that it is a good feeling afterwards that's what we call psychopaths like they're like (laughs) you know what i mean like it's like i mean the literal definition i had to look this up do you know the difference between sociopath and psychopath no, probably not. No, <laughs> it's just it's just basically the ability to commit violence. Yeah, right. Like without the empathy aspect of it. Yeah, yeah. Or or, or just this like kind of kind of like a, a divorce from like you know the, the the real situation on the ground. Like they've talked themselves into the idea that yeah, you know why it's okay, right? Like they've talked themselves yeah. into that question. Like it, it's okay because whatever. Yeah. So they're politicians. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's the thing where it's like nobody fucking like I do not want this. Like I do not want violence. I do not want any of this in the fucking streets. Right. I don't want it in my fucking little apartment area that I live in. Like I don't want I don't want to walk outside and be like, oh, shit, I got to survive today. Like that's there's a reason why America has lasted as long as it has and that we've let shit go on for as long as it has it to a worsened state. And that's because we've been comfortable and we've been trying to fucking let it go. And it's just, it's just, it's getting to that point. And I think it might have reached that point where people are like, because fuck you, that's why. Like, I'm, I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> well, yeah, ser- yeah, seriously. Like the, like, like the vaccines like could work, but it's just that all these people that like, you know, are so against it because we're being lied to all the time and how they lied about COVID the whole time. Like there's just so many different things that they lied about to us from the beginning that now they're enforcing it on a, on people. And that's going to drive people away from it even more. Like now there's going to be like, like it's common sense. If like you have this like, or like this feeling, this gut feeling, like, I don't know, that just seems weird. Like if it was if it was any other thing, like if it's being forced on you or you'd be like, why can't I just choose to do it? Like, why does it have to be forced on me? And then when you want to talk about it or go to alternative news media or whatever, and everything's like blocked or whatever, it gets taken down or has the COVID information. And it's like, dude, it's just so weird. Even if like you like if you're just like kind of waking up being red pilled in like this moment that's happening right now, it's like, I don't know, like. How are how is no one not seeing like what what's happening or like why are how are these people so like 
like so like imp- non empathetic for people that just have different views from them that have lack of trust in the entire system. People with different views. It's fucking wild. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's a huge, that's like, I mean, even if that number's correct, what is that? Like one fifth of our nation or something like that? That's a fuck ton of people. Yeah, that's you're not going to get any hard numbers. numbers out of Marines on on this 330 million one fifth thing, right? Yeah. Like- yeah. And, and how many people, how many of those people chose to get the, how many people are out there that chose to get the vaccine and then, be, or maybe were forced to under whatever situation that they're in. And then they're like, they're probably like, well, this is, fucking insane like i mean i've seen people all the time that like i think ben shapiro is like i'm vaccinated and then like went on this whole thing about how he's against oh, it or whatever it, it, the, the, first, the first two tweets were okay i saw the exact one i think you're talking about man and you're like all right ben i got you first two tweets by the time i got to like number 16 i was just like no fuck you i mean yeah and, and, you know that guy's a goddamn you know israeli apologist and everything else but yeah like, he's terrible Oh fuck! I mean, on foreign policy, that guy couldn't be worse. And, and you know, leave it, leave it to the little rich guy, right? Like, I mean, I hate to say it, but it's just like, fuck, man. Like, you got this goddamn silver spoon in your mouth. I, maybe you didn't come from it, but you know, I I didn't know any dudes that wore a yarmulke growing up that you know talked the kind of shit that, that guy talks. And it's just like, yeah, I think uh, he went to Harvard, so I don't think he had a <laughs> hard life. Like, I don't know. So let's. I mean. I, I think we're probably we share some passion for fucking you know what's going on um in in COVID land and this goddamn like nightmare that just will not go away because they want to exploit it for power and yeah, you know, and that's the thing is like I don't know who's getting I, I don't know where people are getting rich right now. And and like that's that's the what I've been trying to kind of figure out is like, okay, what's the play here? You know what's your play? Do you, do you think that they, like th- that the pharmaceutical industry has so much? Well, I mean, maybe you're fucking right because well, so I, I really haven't thought about it. So they're doing it for free, right? And that's that's I think it's the pharmaceutical companies they're making fucking bank right now, and they're so like we talk about the military industrial complex and how it's like the biggest funding from our government, like that's where we give the most money to. But if you look at lobbyists, and I mean pharmaceuticals. Fuck, I'll go into this. But yeah, so we give a shit ton of money to the military industrial complex. But if you look at lobbying, like the pharmaceutical industry is the number one uh, out of all of the uh, other lobbyists. And they're number one by a whole like by 100 percent compared to the next. uh, Is it kind of like American domestic or American foreign policy spending versus the rest yeah. of the world, I should say military spending versus the rest yeah. of the world. So it's like 357. It's either million or billion. I don't remember which one it is. I'm pretty sure it's billion is thrown at from lobbyists, from pharmaceutical companies. And the next highest one is uh, like 150 or 185 so, million or million. And it's from um, mechanical and engineering um, lobbyists. So pharmaceutical is lobbying the members of Congress. Yes. With over $350 billion. Yeah. I have it saved. I'll look it up so I can make sure it's. But I mean, like, I'm sure you're you in the ball. I'm, I'm, I'm sure you're in the ballpark, right? And that's, yeah. and, and that's where I get to is like, you know, like I trust these guys with autism to, you know, remember, <laughs> remember some numbers. Right. And then, so like the, the idea that a, a, I don't know, network of people is spending 
$50 billion on buying legislators and bureaucrats. Like, oh, that is an astronomical number to, I don't know, ask for control to make sure that people are reelected. I mean, All right. that's so incredible. It- it was it was millions, and it's uh, and that was halfway through, or that was during election season at twenty in twenty twenty. Three hundred fifty million dollars. Three hundred fifty million dollars. The next closest is one hundred and fifty six million, and it's for electronics manufacturing and equipment. So they're they're almost it's double. double the second one. Yeah, it's double oh. the second one. And all right, so this is this is my thing. Like the pharmaceutical companies, well, Joe Biden won, obviously. That was in 2020 during that election season. And uh, Joe Biden won. They are paying the pharmaceutical companies because these they're free for everybody. Anybody can go and get it. You just drive up and get your shot. That shit's not free. We know it's not free. And guess what? The most expensive fucking product is, is a product from the government. Like that's what we pay. We pay like tenfold on the back end every time we get anything from the government. Right up the back end too. I mean, just yeah. <laughs> yeah. I Go bet, ahead, uh, yeah. Well, I I agree. I I think the pharmaceutical company. I think that's how that's how who who has most influence in our politics is these corporations, and that's what they lobby for in Israel. Yeah. Israel has a massive influence. They lobby through. Uh, Congress, and that's how they get all these politicians that are so pro-Israel elected. But, um, but I think there's also, uh, I think now that it's happening, I also think there's like this ego that like we started this and we got to finish this, and we want their compliance. And it's almost like a, like I don't know. I've heard Jeff that's Dice virtue. talk about. It's yeah, I've heard Jeff Dice talk talk about this before but when a president is elected like donald trump was elected and he did these like little tedious things that it's kind of underlining that no one really sees then it hurts blue states that didn't vote for him and then so when obama or biden became president he's he like switched things and now switched the things around where like it's not like so uh in your face but it's like how they t- change the taxes around where it helps the democrats but it hurts red states i don't know dude it's so strategical but it, they like i don't know if that's like them punishing us for not abiding or voting against them and i honestly believe that they're they're trying to punish us for some way because trump was elected and i feel like that that they're trying to make us like like you have to abide by us and we're going to punish all the people that are not abiding by this in some way until they comply or whatever comes after mandatory vaccines or we create a case system where half the population is second class citizens compared to the other half the population. Well, you think, I don't even think that's even possible, right? Like with everybody that does like the real fucking work in America and let's face it, like I'm talking about like when you're talking about the basics, right? Which we know pretty fucking well as like, are you sleeping well? Are you being fed? Is the electricity on? Like, like the very like the very minimums where you have running water and like just just these basic you know what we consider the necessities of life for a while but have gotten accustomed to and comfortable in that I don't think most people in America really have ever lived without which for for any amount of time I mean yeah I know there's some urban campers and shit out there that you know rough the elements um yeah, you better watch out for the agorists. They'll start talking shit to you. <laughs> I don't 
Right. No, but I mean, it's just like, fuck. I mean, seriously, guys, when it, when it comes down to it, it's just like, oh, you guys, you guys are going to try to fuck everybody? Like, yeah, well, I don't, I, I don't, maybe we're not going to turn your, your electricity on, or maybe we can, you know, stop delivering the, the groceries to your neighborhood grocery stores, or maybe we're not going to fix your fucking cars. Like, at the end of the day, like these dudes that are like, that can do and are missing from the economy and, and just basically everyday life, you know, yeah. that, that shit's going to hit people in the fucking teeth. Yeah, I think yeah. you saw a little bit of that. Sorry, typo. I'll just say this and you go ahead. But I think we saw a little bit of that with like, uh, I think it was like Phoenix Ammunition or something like that. They said that they wouldn't sell guns or ammunition to Biden, people that voted for Biden. And they like post them on their fucking Twitter all the time. And I was like, that's pretty dope. Like, I, I like when it works that way. But when it, I feel like the same thing can happen the other way. And I don't know. Like, I, I agree with you. I think there's going to like, fuck, dude, the amount of blue collar workers that are conservative. They may not be Republicans, but they're conservative in their ideals and things like that. And maybe like more on the true conservative side, like the old GOP or what they what you what people would consider the old GOP. Right. Um, a lot of them are blue collar workers. So I I think a lot of them are going to be like, oh, we'll see. Like maybe we can uh, maybe we can tur- turn off this person's electricity until they, you know, lay off my buddy for a little bit or, you know, they'll try and do that. But I I don't know. I, I they can do whatever they I feel like at this point they can do whatever they want. And that's the scary part. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I, it's really weird, though, because like. So I'm in Illinois. I'm not going to say we're at in Illinois. Are but... you in Illinois now? Yeah. Are you? Oh, God, I missed the breakup. I mean, Jesus. I love, I love how we look like we're both in a fucking trap house and we're like, you know, 12, 1,200, 1,500 miles away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, but like I'm in a, a really small, small community and it's, you know, not – does, like it, Illinois is a blue state and we have Governor Pritzer and Governor Pritzer in, issued a, a mass mandate. Well, basically anywhere in my county, no one follows it. Like <laughs> even like even the Walmarts, like we don't we don't do that here is like what people say. It's like not, we don't not, do that here. Does, does, do the Walmart employees do that there? The Walmart employees will. Well, I would say. They like ha- like maybe the managers, but then the other ones will too sometimes. But you can you know you see people all, all the time with like doing the half mask wear, where it's like on the chin, you know, under like the, under the chin, or yeah, like that's pretty common. I mean, there's don't get me wrong, there is some places here where like the employee, like the post office, they'll wear the mask or whatever. Sure. But like pretty much the like the people, the people that go in and outside this community, like they just don't they yeah. don't do that here. And and when I asked him about like the lockdowns, like and now they did abide by lockdowns and it might have been worse for them here at first, at least when I was in Phoenix, Arizona. But they you know, when Illinois and up in Chicago were still locked down, well, things were open here. And 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 I that's like that's why I really love it's like almost in this way where, you know, these rules and these edicts they put down like all these lo- lo- all these laws that we have that they put down um, that it doesn't even matter sometimes because the community around you is not following that. Then yeah. it's like, it's not even being enforced. It's like they're and people like, 
I don't know. People just don't talk about it. It's like no one goes like, hey, are we supposed to wear a mask? Like people just don't talk about it. We're like, we don't do that. <laughs> and every every business will have like the sign and everything proper like they're supposed to. And then you walk in the gas station and both the clerks and you see both them smile and you're like, that's what's up. They might be missing teeth, but they're smiling. <laughs> Fuck, I love those people that smile at me. I don't care if they've got one tooth, no teeth, whatever, man. I mean, seriously, are you fucking what's kidding me? Go ahead. It- it's like the hashtag that you were ta- that you kept posting in the mass non-compliance. And it's like, yo, like if you get enough people t- like around you or in general that are just like, ah, like we're not doing that. Like it, 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 you can create your own little community and you know, people aren't going to follow these things and it's going to take a lot for them to enforce it upon you. And I mean, you see it inside the cities, like it's a lot harder because the societal like pressure of it is a lot harder in Phoenix, I mean, I go everywhere in in Phoenix without having a mask on or anything like that. And we, we also, uh, Governor Ducey said that, hey, you can't enforce masks in businesses. You can't enforce vaccine passports in businesses, which seems cool. Like, I'm, I'm glad he did. Um, I don't know how long. I mean, you know, it, it's going to be a weird spot when it, it, he forces businesses to not require vaccines like he's like you're not allowed to require vaccines i think it's going to put well first going to put businesses in a weird spot they can either sue the like at that point they could either sue the state government or the federal government and guess which one's backing them it's (laughs) the federal government so like if they start suing their money is about to be worth nothing though yeah well i mean i agree like their money may not be worth anything i mean i think the u.s dollar isn't worth shit right now but everybody's still using it and it's still making shit go one place to the other. And until I think that's the, I think uh, typo and I talked about this one time on our show and it was like, what, what's going to fail first? Is it like, is it going to be a societal collapse or an economic collapse and which one comes first or are they, are they together? Or are they like, are they so closely related to each other that um, I think they're both very closely related. At I think point. that's kind of the conclusion I mean, that we came to. I, I've kind of gotten to the point that, you know, you look at, you know, economics in the situation and you're sitting there going like, man, the only thing propping this thing up is the fucking people who are in the market, right? Like there's that, that that's the only thing is like, well, it hasn't fucking failed yet. So, you know, maybe I'm going to move this here and this stock there, or I'm going to keep investing this, you know, or, and, and possibly even fucking taking out loans uh, to invest in things like Bitcoin. Like I, you know, it's just, it's, it's, I don't know. We, we are in some, you know, an American unprecedented times. Um, I, you know, I, we're going to go, we're going to probably go a little bit long in this show. Um, you know, just because, we're i'm having a fucking great time i've got so many goddamn questions um but with we don't really have answers (laughs) (laughs) but you kind of do i mean and we're gonna get to the fun stuff because i don't think we spend enough time on fun um i i kind of want to get um your take uh both of you um on the exfil retrograde out of afghanistan um and 9-11 is manana 20 years later uh luke and typo you're a little bit younger than i am um and you know signed up quite a bit later than i did uh for the marine corps but like i i think this is a super important topic for us to address um for for both our audiences and man maybe you guys can use this for your show too but either way man like 
I, I, I want to get your, I want you guys to, you know, talk to my audience about what you think because they hear me bloviate and talk and bullshit around and all. I, I definitely would love to hear you guys. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, just just real quick, I'll, I'll say this and then you can go, Luke. Uh, but Netflix just dropped a nine a nine eleven war on terrorism documentary, and Netflix does these like I don't know what team Netflix is on anymore because they <laughs> drop these like heavy hitting red pill documentaries that like, kind of get big right before major moments like you know this is a we just like pulled out of afghanistan and i watched the whole thing already and i'll spoil it just one part because it's fucking hilarious spoil so the whole at, thing fuck everybody at the end at the end they do a pretty myself. good job they do a pretty good job explaining what happened and everything they don't phrase things probably the way that me me or you guys would actually like them to phrase it but they they get the big picture about everything and they, they hit all the major wickets but at the very end there's this part where the collapse of Afghanistan has not happened yet. And at the end of the documentary, they're like filming the ANA and they're getting interviews from the ANA and they're like, dude, they're, they're in kit. They're looking flashy. They're looking good. They look like they're like, dude, they're going to fuck something up. They look really good. And then they're, they're interviewing them and they say like, I will fight for my country. And like, they're like, you know, I, and then they have women in gear where she's like, I will not let the Taliban take over. And I'm like, I watched the rest of it and I died laughing. I was like, oh my God, dude, they tried to spin it. Like, don't worry. The ANA is gonna, gonna hold them off. <laughs> and then like before the show even came out, it's like, oh dude, you didn't get to see the real ending yet. You guys. <laughs> You guys set it up to be such a pansy like ending now. <laughs> oh yeah. boy. Yeah, my whole take on all right. So yeah, September eleventh tomorrow. And uh we did join a little bit later. I, I joined in 2012 and uh I remember watching the twin towers fall. <laughs> Shane's like fuck. We're like fucking again. five. Like, I, mean, I think I was in the- second grade. Uh, and I think this is a relevant point, not to be, not to belabor. You guys are a generation younger than I am. Yeah, right? well, like, I think it's kind of important because it's I like, think it's super important, man. Like, yeah. fucking, you guys are a generation behind me, and I was like, I thought I was star spangly fucking bonerific over there, right? Like, I was like, yeah, we're coming over here, and we're gonna do some shit. We are gonna fuck things up, gangster style. Get ready, right? And like, fuck, man. Like, if I would have known. A generation later, we were still trying to fucking figure out what the fuck, like, the end state was, yeah. and then it went on another generation. Holy shit. And that's what people don't understand. Like, people will talk about this as a t- two-fucking-decade war, but this is a three-generation goddamn deal because my generation was there, you guys were there, and there's a generation now that's just getting there. Yeah. Well, that's that's why I brought it up. Like I was like I joined in 2012 and I remember the Twin Towers following and I still remember obviously I wasn't a fucking libertarian or anything else like that. Um <laughs> nobody was cuz yeah, let's right, face yeah. it the LP National didn't do dick. Oh, uh, uh, they still exist. <laughs> um but uh no, that's the thing where it's like in 2012 I still felt like we had to be over there for some reason. Like that's why I joined. That's why I decided to go. I was like, fuck yeah, let's do it. Like, there's still fucking bad people over there. We haven't figured it out yet. Um, we need to we need to help them and blah, 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 blah. And then as I was in, I was like, this is fucking 
absolutely horrendous. And um, I just realized the incompetence in, inside the military. And I think we've talked about this before, but it was just, it was just so bad. And like, I don't try to depict myself in, as this super intelligent human being. I'm pretty, I'm a pretty normal guy. Like I, I'm a pretty normal guy. I'm good at things that I do and I, I do them to the best of my ability. Like that's how I am. And uh, doing that was wrong in the military. Like it was like, you can't do your job the best. Like that's, you're not allowed to. And I was like, no fucking wonder we're not doing anything in Iraq or Afghanistan. No wonder you hear these horror stories from Vietnam vets or guys in the, in the, in the Gulf, like uh, in, in the eighties and nineties, like, it's like, no fucking shit. You're not allowed to do anything correctly. You're supposed to do it this way or that's it. Like there's no opportunity to actually create uh, a, uh, a good in the military. Like you can't create the commodity of wellness. Like it, it's not available. And, um, you know, I think you saw that like, fuck dude, you think those like the ANA, that's like the perfect example what were we there to do for the last, at least since 2012, has been to train the ANA up so that we could leave. And we didn't, like, first, they didn't care. Like, the ANA didn't care. They they never did. There may be a few inside of there. Obviously, I, I don't like blanket statements or leaving it out to, leaving people out to dry like that. But, you know, the majority Yeah, they found of all them, three of them for the ex- <laughs> Netflix yeah. documentary. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's fucking it, too, right? Like, you said they're like... <laughs> God, like this, they, 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 it's like they broke this deal and they're like, look, we're not going to tell America, but you know, we're going to buy you guys a bunch of fucking weapons. We're going to buy you guys all these weapon systems. We're going to leave behind all this gear. Just, Hey man, this has been 20 years of bullshit. Like we're going to, we're going to leave. You guys are going to kind of let us leave. You're going to be the, you guys are going to be the government. And the fact that like, you know, like these guys, you know, and, and you know, for 20 years of absolute, I don't know, chaos and killing the shit out of them and their families and all that kind of stuff. The fact that they're, you know, not, not harassing us with everything that they got and killing the fuck out of people Dude. on the way out of there. Right. Like, I mean, think about that in America. Like if I had people taken off of my local airport up here in Appalachia after 20 fucking years of killing my kids, killing my wife, killing my family, killing my friends, killing my neighborhood, doing patrols here, taking my shit, my guns, my I, whatever it is. Yeah, like, you just I'm telling you right now, people. like, oh, fuck, I'm shooting at these fuckers as they leave. I don't give a shit. Like, this is it. Like, yeah, don't ever, yeah. ever, ever think you're going to come back here. Yeah, and I yeah, think and, that, oh, go ahead, typo. Yeah, and I mean, like, and like ISIS, like, uh, they're that they're like so Bin Ladenites. ISIS K coming out of fucking left field. Yeah, ISIS K, whatever variant <laughs> that is. And, Special K. <laughs> yeah, there's all these variants of COVID and all these variants of terrorists, and ISIS <laughs> like attacked, and they're like Bin Ladenites. And Bin Laden's thing was he wants to keep America or get America to invade Afghanistan so they can bleed him dry, just like they did the Soviet Union. That's so what is ISIS going to do? A.K.A. CIA. Yeah. Well, yeah. And like, let's talk about this. One of yeah. the heads of the CIA going there the night before the fucking airport was and meeting with one of the heads of the Taliban and one of the heads of ISIS-K. 
And then, uh, oh, shit, a bomb exploded the next fucking day at the airport while all the fucking people were there. Like, literally, we found out about it. And I think Lee, uh, it's Lee Enfield on Twitter. I think that night, we found out about it the night before. And he was posting on Twitter. He's like, oh, I wonder what's going to happen in the next week. And literally the next day, there was a fucking... And, I mean, these are unconfirmed, so I'm not going to state this as a fact. But uh, there was... uh, there was uh, text messages going around. My dog's in the background. She's like, bro, I hear you bitch about this all the time. Um, there, uh, there was text messages that went around that said that that group was supposed to leave that night. And if that's true and they got told by whatever fucking general, I don't remember who it was, to sit there and police call and clean up the base for the Taliban to come or for when the Taliban comes in and it needs to be clean for them. Like, that's fucking wild. And fuck, like, tell me about it. Tell me Tell me why there was a CIA top of the CIA guy going there and talking to the heads of both. And then the next day when troops were supposed to be gone out of there, there was a fucking bomb going off that killed. What, what was it? 11, 12, 13, 13. Uh, I think we had uh, 11 Marines, one corpsman and somebody from the army that got killed. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is like, oh, we're on our way out, but like maybe stay, right? Like maybe stay and fight back and bring more troops in and do a surge and get a foothold and and keep the airport. And she's like, oh, Jesus. It's like you see this MO from a million miles away, right, Typo? Yeah. Well, and like uh, I don't know if this is true exactly, but I saw it on Twitter a few times and people have said that like the ANA was at the time was like the fourth or fifth biggest military in the world. Like well, I mean, with all the spend, equipment you and spend manpower. $2 dollars on some, you know, some yeah. you know, moderate rebel, rebels and yeah, you, you expect them to be pretty well armed. But that, that's got to be, I don't I mean, Taliban might have broke some <laughs> records. Like they took down a, the fourth or fifth biggest military in like eleven days. Like I know, like the whole time, I know, like we kind of understood that the whole thing was fake. The whole time they were lying to us. The Afghanistan papers that came out from the Washington Post basically proved that. But you know, like in a lot of people's minds, like this was a well-fit, equipped military that was going to be able to withhold and hell hold up this democracy that 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 we created there. And the whole thing, it fell apart. Like the Taliban, whose people that like have Toyotas and AKs and sandals and just running around and they took over a four, the fourth biggest military. Now they're the fourth biggest military in the world. Like now well, they're the fourth biggest military in the world. <laughs> and they're better trained than the ANA. <laughs> they kind of just walked in and were just like, hey, dipshits, like – you know, we're back and we're a little different this time. And I, I will give them the credit. That they're a little different. You know, every every government is just full of murders and thieves. And to think that, you know, these guys are going to waltz into power and not be, I, I think, would be a, a daydream anyway. The fact that they think that, you know, the, the, the guys down in the A&A are going to hold out from the Taliban. They're going to be eh. No, man, we're going to make this a pretty seamless transition. And, hey, maybe you dipshits over there that are thinking of resisting, uh, you know, that you're going to fight these guys now that the red, white, and blue is, you know, beating feet the fuck out of here. It's just like, nah, um, you guys are going to get strung up a little bit. Like, that's that's going to be a problem for you. Just just kind of go with the flow. Yeah. Yeah, they went and took commanders, uh, A&A commanders out back and shot them in the back of the head and 
moved on and the whole company would fall. And it, it's like, all right, well, like, what do you guys expect? And, you know, you have the, the secretary of defense being like, oh, we thought they were going to hold out for eight months or six months or and it just kept getting lower and lower. And then it was like, we just didn't expect it to be in 11 days. And like you see all the Iraq and Afghan vets in the background, like, yo, bro, what the fuck? Like, are you kidding? Oh, that, uh, that's a yeah. great subject to approach right now. Is you guys seeing this just this absolute awakening amongst yes. the vets right now? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I think the, the Afghanistan thing was like, well, at first, I think it started with this vaccine or the mandates and the COVID. I think a lot of veterans were were very upset about the, the COVID stuff a lot more than most people. Yeah. And then um, and then with the whole collapse of afghanistan in like 11 days i mean that has to be a major wake-up call i mean you're the one like you you know i mean that's a wake-up call for like every veteran from 2001 on like every single one like they went over there they did their best i mean i'll think of some of them you know left sacrifice at minimum their youth Yeah. yeah i mean yes and and now like they watched as supposedly everything they did and like and and they lied about it the entire time the entire time they told us like oh it's gonna be you know we're training them we've been training them for years they're gonna be this super fit well-enforced army that's gonna hold off the taliban forever is what they were basically saying and it collapsed in 11 days and you know i, I don't know if that's good or bad for the people of afghanistan i don't really know i think it's great for americans to see it though yeah, it's just yes, that's right why. Yes, it's just and, boom, here you go. And they're like, you know, they throw up the Taliban as they're like these eat like the, the corporate press is going ham on the Taliban. Like they're the evil people. They're already beating people. And I'm like, I'm not saying it's right. But if an enemy like a foreign nation invaded my country and propped up a bunch of child molesters and drug smugglers and warlords. corrupt politician warlords all around my nation. And then 20 years later, they finally left. What do you think the people are going to do to that? Those people in power? Like, what do what do you expect them to do? Like, oh, I guess we're in charge now. N- no foul play for 20 years. These people have been abusing, using the U.S. military to to be corrupt and literally rape boys and do all these terrible things throughout the nation. And like, like, I I don't know if I'm the Taliban, I'm not letting that slide. Not at all. No, man. Can you imagine? Like, let's just say like hypothetically, because we are, I mean, we are armed to the teeth in America and I, I don't, you know, might, there might be some fights, right? I I think they're going to be decided fairly quickly. Um, in, in in the big scheme of things, but I mean seriously, let's just say hypothetically, we're invaded by Russia and China at the same time, and you know World War Three has commenced, and all this bullshit. Um, you know these politicians that have sold us out at this point, that have you know absolutely decimated the American working family, that has you know n- neither taken. Um, you know, too much, but has given, you know, given by, you know, through force and coercion over the past, I don't know, their life um, to this quote unquote system 
right? And they fucking sell everybody out and they go and they work with these guys and they terrorize and work against to install a government here in the United States that is not something that, I don't know, let's just say 80 million people plus don't agree with, right? And you're like, what the, all right, at the end of that, 20 years from now, we could be 60 years old, man. Well, you guys wouldn't be, but I would be. And it's just like 20 years from now, when this shit fucking finally collapses, whatever empire tried to invade the United States because we weren't as well-armed as we thought, it's like, all right, I got uh, I got so-and-so right here, and we've got them captured, and we've got all, like, I mean, I'm talking about people on Capitol Hill. I'm talking about giant bankers. You know, at that point, your family's dead. They've taken your property. They've killed your family, destroyed your community. Fuck, man, you want to talk about radicalizing dudes. Yeah. That have already been through the ringer for you 20 years ago. I'm telling you right now, man, like for me, that's that moment that I'm like, I don't know. You know, the the savage that it, you know, rests inside of us. Like, I don't want that guy. I don't want to ever see that guy again, man. But like that moment, boy, like I'm there's a there's a dichotomy going on that I don't know that I can resist. Yeah, I talk about that a lot where it's like I know I've I've tried to explore the darkest parts of myself. Yeah. as much as possible to see how far I would go in things, not in a physical sense, but in a mental like mind game sense. Cause I think it's really important to see what you're willing to do. Yep. And uh, it scares me. And I think it should, I think it, I think it's a, I think it's a good thing that it scares you because you don't want ever to have to experience that or have to be. You don't to, have to deal with that situation. No, I mean, you, I mean, seriously, we've done it. Like we've been there, we've done it, we've dealt with these situations in our mind, and it took a while, right? Like it took a while to work some of that shit out. Yeah, and so like that, that like going back to that and maybe having to take it further, like seems, uh, that's terrifying to me. It's absolutely <laughs> terrifying. Um, God, to be honest, man, man. It, I, it is because like I, yeah. I think at a certain point, I mean, fuck twenty. Like if I had to go through twenty years of the shit that the Taliban people. I'd be setting up ambushes on every fucking United States, like uh, airmen, uh, marine, or whatever. Anything what with a Anywhere fucking print or uniform, man. Yeah, I would. I would be going to town, I, even if it was somebody like randomly wearing the uniform that had nothing to do with it. I'd be like, I don't give a shit. You don't wear that up fucking around me. Like it, it would be so bad. It's and visceral. I, yeah, and like I, I'm not. Like I said, I'm not an angry person anymore. I used to be really fucking angry. Yeah, and uh, I figured out how to deal with that, and I fuck, dude, it's way better being not angry. Like I love it, <laughs> but it, <laughs> but like at a, at at the same time, like it's like yo, there's some real shit happening, and I don't, and it pisses, it does piss me off, yeah. um, to an extent. But the the scariest part is when it stops pissing me off, and I don't care about it anymore, because that's the worst part is when I'm numb to it at this point. Because yeah. like I've gotten to the point where like um you know, with the whole COVID thing where they're like, just get the vaccine or at least the, well, fine, the vaccine, the vaccinated will just die. And it's like, all right, fucking, we'll see who dies first, motherfucker. Like, I don't give a shit. Let's see. Like, I like, that's my response at this point. So like the COVID shit, I'm done. Like, I don't care anymore. I'm like, we'll see who dies first then. Like, 
I'm not, I'm not going to come after you. It sounds like you're going to come after me, but I'm not going to come after you. But we'll see who dies first if we're just going based off the COVID-19 shit. Because most of these people that are telling you, well, you deserve to die or that you don't, you don't, you don't get to go to the hospital or whatever else. They're like, you know, 70 fucking pounds overweight. They smoke three packs of cigarettes a day. They're on fucking SSRIs from the last 30 years. And uh, they're trying to tell you that you're unhealthy and that you're the problem that's killing people in the world. And it's like, I'll just have to wait, what, fucking five minutes and you'll have a heart attack and I won't have to deal with you anymore. So, like, well, I don't care anymore. Well, and here's the truth. Like, I mean, you know, the the past, like, 20 years of combat, right? Like, to think that any of those same people would be the people, you know, would be like, you've got to you've got to render aid to those people overseas and like do you know how often that happened like i was i was shocked at the amount of times that the american corpsman or medic would be attending to somebody that we were just in a firefight with and like that never ever ever gets talked about because they don't want they don't want any um anybody to understand you know in those moments of real truth where you see like like real humanity, like, man, these guys were fighting like five minutes ago. And now that guy's like putting pressure on some type of bleed or, you know, turning him over for a collapsed lung. Like fucking Matt Matt Freeman from status quo. He talked about that on our show. And I mean, fuck, if, if there's anybody that did anything of value in fucking Iraq or Afghanistan, it's gotta be like the corpsman, the medical personnel, like yeah. at least they were there, you know, they have something to be proud of over there because they saved a lot of people's lives that didn't need to get hurt. And uh, that's, yeah. that's something that for, for those people, they should be proud because they did something that, you know, really severely, like people were severely affected for uh, innocent people were severely affected and they got to help those innocents. And, uh, and, you know, for the Iraq vets and the uh, Afghanistan vets out there, uh, one of the things, um, Jared was really good about it. he's like I'm sorry I'm sorry that you had to find out this way and uh, I think it's a it's something that we should take up as well where it's like I'm sorry like it's this is going to be hell to go through and you should reach out to all your buddies and everything like that yep. and uh, I'm sorry you had to find out like this there's been people that have been talking about it though and uh, you like reach out to those people so to figure out how they got over it because it's a hard thing to fucking get over to realize that you're not what you did over there. Wasn't as valiant as you thought it was in your head. Yeah, dude, it was like, uh, I don't know. I feel like maybe the next day after the Afghanistan thing and the VA was already like on it, dude, I got an email from the VA being like, if you are an Afghanistan veteran, please call and like have suicidal thoughts, please call the suicidal hotline. And like, honestly, I didn't think about that at first. It was the I. VA that was like, damn, dude, even the VA knows what's coming. Dude, like 35,000 more calls. 35,000 oh. more calls on top of the calls that they already Mike, got. Happened and you're after turning after. to the VA. And, oh and that's People have set, Jesus set Christ. themselves on fire in, in front of the VA. Blow, blow <laughs> their heads off in front of the VA. And yeah. I mean, that, and that's true. This is truth, man. It's just like. People who have de- like let let um, this is a great topic for half a second, right? It's just like, hey, take it from some guys who are some veterans that have ever, you know, you know, been told the idea that when you're done, man, like, hey, just go down to the VA. They're gonna take care of you, right? 
And fuck, then you try to get into the VA and you're like, oh, this is not how I remember medicine. You know, this is not you know, like, that's the thing is like this goddamn dichotomy between the private market where you came from, you know, like, you know, my parents, you know, they, they worked their asses off to give us, you know, what they could. Right. And it was, you know, like you, there were still tough, tough times and to, you know, to, to talk about, you know, like where money was coming from. I don't know, man. Like I just get to this point where, with the VA, especially, it's just like, guys, um, I've seen bad private medicine and I've seen bad, you know, socialized medicine. It's <laughs> like, uh, I'm going to tell you right now, you want the fucking bad private medicine. You don't want the bad socialized medicine. Those fuckers in there, they're weird and they don't give a fuck about you coming back and being like part of this family practice like none of that kind of stuff it's crazy to me yeah. and that's what they want it to be that's what they all want it to be it's the goal it's the norm it's not the the uh the extravagant it's the fucking norm yeah weird uh, yeah i don't i i typo and i were trying to do the va thing for a while to like get because uh, you know, that's what you're supposed to do. And it's like, hey, free money, you know, kind of. I deal. tried. And then I was just like, I'm not. I, I, my parents get so pissed at me all <laughs> the time. Every time I see them, I saw them this last weekend in Dallas and they still said something about it. And I'm like, bro, I'm not fucking going. Like, I'm done. I'm not dealing with them. Like, I, I'm already on enough lists, probably as it is. I don't need right. one saying that I'm fucking crazy in the head because the VA said I'm crazy in the head. Like I don't, I and and for something that like nothing happened, like I didn't do anything in the military. They're like, yeah, but it can help your knees. It can do. And I was like, I'll help my knees. I'll find a way to fix my knees, fix my back. Like there is way more people that are willing to help me outside of the VA than people and there's inside YouTube. the VA. Yeah, like fuck. Dude, it's the same thing with education. I'd rather go to YouTube to figure things out and listen to a fucking <laughs> master's degree professor Fuck uh, yes. than, than spend $200,000 on a four-year degree that I'm not going to be able to use unless I get fucking vaccinated. Like, fuck you. Dude, that's all. The, the, those guys were like, hey, man, here's some pills. And um, Talking about pharmaceuticals again. Guess why? It's one yeah. of the biggest lobbyists in the fucking country mm -hmm. because they pop veterans and active duty military Full of fucking pills. Yeah. And then they go, hey, uh, we'll we'll also cut you for some money. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like just hey, paying if, you off. If you get this, if you get this extra, like, I don't know, back fusion, you know, where maybe that's not the best thing for you. It's like, all right, if you get this back fusion, man, you're hundred percent disabled. And they're like, uh, I've had uh, surgery in the military before. Thank God it was minor for like a hernia. I don't trust the fucking you guys as far as I can goddamn throw you. Now I'll uh, I don't need that money. I'll, I'll go and try to find something on YouTube. That's the like, fuck like the best the yeah. fucking punchline. It's like yeah. I trust YouTube way more. I got my fucking wisdom teeth out in the Marine Corps, and I tell people about it outside the Marine Corps, and they're like, "You." were awake the entire time and i'm like yeah i was fucking awake i heard them cracking open up my fucking jaw like what yeah i was fucking awake they just numbed the shit out of me and it wasn't that numb it was numb enough but it wasn't that numb and i was awake the whole time they're like every time i go to the dentist i was asleep almost every single time and i'm like yeah no you don't fucking do that they you just fucking like the whole fucking platoon in boot camp 
you know, there was a, like a whole week set aside for the yeah. way they do dentistry, Mary. Like, she's like, hey, oh, yeah, you have wisdom teeth? Here's a one size fits all solution. They're Bing. gone. We don't give a fuck, you know, yeah. if they're fine. Choice. No, man. Those guys would come back. I remember this one big, big black dude in my platoon. Fucking, they took his out, man. And I'm telling you right now, they must have been so goddamn impacted, but like his face was just all swollen. Yeah. And you're like, Mine was bad. I had bron- I got bronchitis at the same time. I, so I had fuck got my wisdom teeth out and I got bronchitis oh, in like hell. the first month of boot camp. And I had these giant fucking cheeks. And I was just like and I was like 165 pounds when I went in. I dropped to 135. I'm six foot one, six foot two, and I was 130. I was the only person over five five on double rations. Like I, I was so fucking skinny, except all my weight was in my face because it was so swollen and bruised. But it's like, yo, that's socialized medicine. Nobody gives a fuck. You have no autonomy over your body anymore. And that's like all these uh, – the one problem I do have with uh, active duty and some veterans right now are the ones that are telling um, the active duty right now that why you just let them pump you full of all these other vaccinations – in the last couple of years, what's wrong with this one? And it's like, if you don't understand the nuance and the difference between this vaccination and other vaccinations, like uh, smallpox, um, um, rubella and measles uh, boosters, when you go over to foreign countries, um, anthrax, I don't really fucking agree with the anthrax. Anthrax sucks, man. Yeah. It, well, I think it's fucking pointless and there's no efficacy, like saying that it actually None. does anything. And then the requirement, I, Dude, I would get so pissed every year about getting the flu shot. They require you to get the flu shot, and it would destroy me. It would fucking destroy me. I've taken it like, years. I, well, I, I've never got it before, and I've never gotten it after, and I've never had the fucking flu. <laughs> Except when I get the goddamn flu shot. So, like, all those vets and shit like that that are making the excuse, like, oh, you got pumped full of all these vaccinations beforehand. Like, honestly, go fuck yourself. Like, you know – there's a difference and you're you're not being um truthful when you're you're saying right you're not. yeah yeah dude i bet it really sucks to be in the military right now like worse than we had it like like at least the garrison side like they're just i mean i've already heard people like you know there's some people you know we've a lot of people have reached out to us and there's been a few people where like their trade commands actually super cool at least as much as they can be in the military like like they're all like you know, not really pushing it that hard as much as they're not being forced to. But then I've heard that there's some that like they're they're going to drop the hammer. Like they're being real assholes about this, like basically yelling at their troops that like they need to be getting this vaccine and like, you know, we'll throw you out immediately. Yeah. And, like, I, mean, I don't I mean- know what. I don't know what the like stats are going to end up with this mandatory vaccination in the military, but. I think we'll be I think we'll be a little surprised all of us. I think we'll be a little surprised with how many people that won't get it. Yeah, I think I think I that's agree. true. I heard the Secretary of uh the Navy uh yeah, I think it was the Secretary of the Navy. He sent out a text message yesterday morning or this morning saying, "Hey, at 10 a.m. tomorrow, you will all I think it was yesterday that he sent it out. 10 a.m. tomorrow, you guys will all be getting the shot." And he sent it out to all of his troops and you know, like if you're if you're in the position, like for all those active duty guys that if you listen to this, like if you're in that position, you're going to have to make the choice. And I fucking get it. It's a hard one. You're either going to get a what is it? A, is it dishonorable or are they just doing other than honorables? I don't know. Whatever one it is. I know it's not honorable. 
and everything that you've worked for for however long you've been in, whether it's three Ad, years, two years, up. or yeah, or yes, twelve. So years. I do. I don't know about the vaccine, but there was an article that came out where there was a Marine and uh, oh, funny thing is she's a Marine and she's a fifth grade teacher and an amateur MMA fighter. And I thought that was an hilarious combo. <laughs> like, I just I just couldn't imagine like being in fifth grade and on the weekend my teacher beats the shit out of people for fun on the weekend. Like, I don't know. <laughs> but serious. anyways, so she actually just got kicked out of the Marine Corps and she got kicked out in less than three days. And it wasn't wow. even because of the vaccine. She was refusing to wear the mask. Oh, wow. And she didn't even get to talk to legal counsel. Her ad sept happened so fast. Wow. And it was Whoa. for like, it, it's one of those like general other than honorable where she gets most of her benefits. But the big one, she didn't get her post 9-11 GI yeah. bill. Yeah. Wow. That's, man. that's what happens with those general other than honorables. You can get like your VA, you can draw your VA benefits and you can draw some of that other stuff, but you won't be able to get your post 9 11, oh, which yeah. is one of the biggest reasons why people go in. And for now, right? Yeah. Like for yes. now, I'm guaranteed, like uh, oh, to yeah. every veteran, dude, I'm telling you, between the veterans, the people who are on Medicare, Medicaid, Social Security, all of this stuff, every day. Oh, man, I'm telling you, every damn dollar that's going to go out from these tyrants is going to go out to people who are in line. And if you aren't fucking it's done, I'm telling you, like this whole like the money situation in America is fucked. There's I, I think, you know, between the three of us, I think we're pretty, uh, pretty well versed on the idea of Bitcoin at this point, which thank God it's around. I mean, the fact that it even exists, I mean, people are going to be saved by Bitcoin even when they have destroyed the dollar completely. Yeah. And I think that's, I think that's kind of a really neat thing. It's going to be a pivot. Like obviously it's going to be a, a learning curve, I believe. Um, but I feel like even if you have a few right now, you're going to be starting off better than probably 98% of the rest of the world. Yep. Because even, even compared to the people that have been stacking them since it came out, like even having some right now, whether it's a couple hundred bucks or, you know, a couple grand, um, when it all goes to shit, that shit's going to it's going to be the money of the world. And I, I honestly believe that. And that's why I, I don't really mess around with any of the altcoins. I basically just touch Bitcoin um, and I just save it. It's my savings account, basically, at this point. It's my it's my uh, my insurance against the dollar at this point. And I think that's the best way to use it. Yeah, I, I think, uh, I mean, I don't know how sometime in the future, I think people are not going to be calling it Bit Bitcoin because they're going to be calling it sats because Bitcoin is going to be so expensive to own one Bitcoin that the mo like the trading Absolutely. is going to be sats. Like they we're just going to be calling it sats and like we're calling it Bitcoin today, but I think tomorrow <laughs> as in the future, we'll be calling it sats. Such, a, honestly believe. such a millennial. You're it such a millennial. I'm just saying. I got so late in the game. I don't I don't know if I'll, I'll ever own a Bitcoin. Never like, own I just don't Bitcoin. think I'll. Unless I get like lucky in the next couple of months, I don't think I'm uh, getting a Bitcoin. I've been sports betting, you know. But, uh, <laughs> dude, but it's no. in Arizona now. <laughs> oh, the dude, government that's allows awesome. me to online gamble now. Thank oh, God. Thank. Oh, thank you, Masters. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah. 
let's let i mean we're at this hour and 25 minutes already um what's good man like what do you guys like fucking forget politics and all this shit like what's good man like what 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 are you guys looking at all right outside of politics right now i'm doing 30 days sober so i can drink on my all right i said like well, i said what's good man <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible um and uh i'm doing keto i'm trying to lose some weight and get back into the gym uh do some mma maybe some jujitsu uh your kids would beat my ass so i felt like a bitch when i met them and uh, your daughter scares me so <laughs> me, me too brother me too. <laughs> um so that's kind of like uh you know my girl and i we moved into our own place now so it's just me and her um that's pretty good so that's working out really well um, there's good things going on in my life. Um, like I said earlier, I'm one of the top earners at my job. Uh, I do really well at that and I like my job, so it's not something that I want to leave. And, uh, you know, I, I want, like I said earlier, I want things to fucking chill out and I want people to pump the brakes because I want to continue living a good life. And we have it very good in the United States of America. Like, I'm not going to say that we don't like that. It'd, it'd be a lie, but uh, I'm reading Yenmi Park's book right now, In Order to Live. Um, and it's like, she, I, I listened to her. She was a North Korean defector. She got out of North Korea and she made like the Joe Rogan, uh, yeah. Lex, Lex Friedman and uh, Jordan Peterson rounds. podcast. Yeah, the big podcast rounds. And so I wanted to read her book. And, you know, that's a fucking hard life. Like her life was fucking insane. And I'm trying to be more understanding but at the same time like hearing the way that she speaks of north korea and then the way that she correlates to what's happening in the united states it fucking scares the shit out of me so um while at the same time as i'm trying to be as like happy and go lucky as i can be and you know try to put myself in better positions um it's something that's worrying but uh i think there's a lot of good people out there that are trying to do good things and uh None of them are on CNN or Fox News or in any branch of the government at this point in time. Maybe there's a couple in local governments, but on the federal or even on the state level, I just don't trust the motherfuckers. Yeah. Uh, yeah, dude, things are going great here. Um, I mean, I moved back home. So I live with my I, I live in my parents' basement right now. <laughs> I did that for a little but, while, brother. But uh, but no, I, I, I enjoy it. Um, don't be wrong. Like, you know, living with your family, sometimes you, you get annoyed by each other. But at the same time, like, you know, me and my dad are working on been working on things around the house because, you know, we eventually plan on moving south, possibly Georgia. Hey, possibly. hey, hey. I'll tell you right but, now. Uh, uh, I, we'll talk about this in a second. Go ahead. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, like we're just, you know, working on things around the house. And honestly, dude, being back in my little like small town, it's like the COVID like doesn't exist in a way. And that just feels like freeing and like a weird way, like being in a smaller community. It just feels a lot more free. Like I, you, I, it's not, and it's not even that I feel it's weird. So I also I feel a little bit more free, but I also feel a hell of a lot more safer. Like, oh, you know, I could leave my car door unlocked and not even think about it i could like yeah leave the garage door open probably and not even think about it like it's just not a thing around here like but and it's i don't know and i love you know i'm a big fan of the bar and uh i I go into the bar here in town and just hanging out with like old high school friends like don't get me wrong like you know they're you know some high school friends i don't want to see 
but but some of them I do. And it, it's just good, like, talking to, like, small-town people right now. Like, they – like, uh, dude, the first time – there's there's so many signs around here that has, like, the governor sucks. It says Pritzker sucks everywhere. Um, I'm seeing, like, some don't tread on me flags. I'm like, that's what's up, dude. And, you know, I, I don't know. People around here it, in this community just seem a lot more, you know, not about it. Um, at least the people I deal with now, like there is certain people in, you know, maybe higher positions around here that are kind of on board with this whole thing. But for my, me individually, it's great. And, you know, I, I really like it. It's nice being back with my family. So no, no complaints here. I mean, besides politics, but no, (laughs) I think, I think the biggest thing is the family thing. Like it was really nice uh, going back and hanging out with my parents this last week and they're in Dallas now. So it was cool. And then like my girl and I went and it was like, damn, it's, it's really nice to be around family. And like, we get to be around her family, which is nice, but I haven't really been around my family in a long time. Like I just visit. And so like when I get like long weekends and stuff like that, it's really nice to like hang out with them. And thankfully her family's awesome. So they, uh, they welcomed me in pretty good. And we, we do Thanksgivings and Christmases over there. And that's always a good thing. Um, looking forward to the holidays uh, that are coming up to spend with family. So I think that's, those are things to look forward to, you know, we got to have some happiness in the world with all the craziness. And, uh, you uh, guys sound like sociopaths to me. I mean, geez, <laughs> half, happy, Jesus, right? Crazy. No, yeah, man, I, I, that's. Um, I, I mean, I've I've been tickled to death uh, to be able to hang out with you guys for godly an hour and a half already. Um, it's just all, like I don't do hour and a half shows anymore. I do hour shows, and so uh, catching up with you guys and and having some sanity, um, you know, just just good for the soul. Uh, and, and I, I appreciate, you know, everything that you guys are doing, everything, uh, that everybody else is doing out there, but, uh, you guys just, I mean, I hear about you guys all the time. I mean, you know, found you through biting the bullet guys or whatever, you know, and I, people say it to me all the time. Um, I can't heap enough praise on you guys. If you guys are out there, um, go out and check out biting the bullet. Uh, how can we help you guys grow and touch more and more people because I think you're amazing. Um, well, we have a website now. It's bitingthebulletpod.com. Is it pod or podcast typo? God damn it. Every time. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's pod. And this sure is why pod. people love you guys. Yeah, this, is why people, this is why we're not that big. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's pod. Um, go. All right. Tomorrow's don't even September. say the don't even say the Instagram, bro. <laughs> Dude, tomorrow, tomorrow's uh, September 11th. We'll have some September 11th uh, Instagram. It's probably the last day our Instagram will be there, uh, not by our choice. <laughs> um, You're gonna break so, some community rules, are you? Oh yeah. Um, so, we did uh, last year, so yeah. So it's fighting, see fighting you guys on bullet. blockchain. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's uh, fighting <laughs> the bullet podcast uh for instagram and then our backup on instagram when we get blocked tomorrow from it is uh smoke pit beer garden um you can find me at keep it real look luke and you can find uh our podcast page on twitter at um biting the bullet pod (laughs) this is why we're not podcast this this is why we're not that big Because we can't even yeah. fucking remember our own plugs at the end. Of I the mean, show. if you if you type in "biting the bullet" pretty yeah, much anywhere on on Google, on Twitter, on Instagram, our stuff will pop up. 
Yeah. You don't even have to. Yeah. You don't even have to type in the full correct thing. If you type it out and we're the only ones. Yeah. yeah if you got pretty good SEO. I, I, I will say that, you know, I typed it in earlier myself and I was like, yeah, fighting the bullet <laughs> podcast. There it is right there, man. Yeah. Bam. You got the, the little honey badger. Yep. Yeah. A little, a little mongoose. A mongoose. I just, <laughs> honey, honey badger don't, and mongoose. Don't ever no, insult sorry. us again. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh we're, man, we're all over. And uh, if you type in Boogaloo, we're the first podcast that shows up. <laughs> yeah, like that I said, see fuckers on blockchain. Very, very. <laughs> Dude, I I don't know. Like, we, like they're with. The, I mean, we're kind of big on Instagram. Not big, but like maybe big for our community on Instagram. We got like eleven thousand followers, and like the other like, I guess anarchy type pod uh, Instagram pages like. They're on like their fifth account, and then like we're we're like on our first one still. Yeah. And I mean, a lot of those guys will put like long descriptions in their Instagram. Like that's how they communicate with their community most of the time. Is like these descriptions are always on their story, and and then there's us. We just post memes. Like we yeah. just all the time, and they're hysterical. Yeah. But yeah. I'll tell you, you guys have you definitely like you have you know the, the algorithm down on. Um, trying to fly on on instagram right like i mean you're doing it and i think that's something to point out to people like you know like these guys are still out there they're still doing something right and i think a lot of times it's got a lot to do with the whole peace side of things and all that fun stuff so i i don't know man like i've I've enjoyed the i've enjoyed this thoroughly and um, great to 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 be surrounded by guys like yourself man i'm i'm encouraged and hopeful and just i mean out of my mind thankful for for everything that you guys do so um we're gonna do this again sooner than later and i know we say that but uh fucking great time man and uh great talking to you guys and uh love you to death hey thanks for having us on man it was a good ass time yeah shane always great to fucking talk to you man thanks uh thanks for having us on all right people love you need you peace Um, don't hurt people and don't take their stuff.